describes acts of extreme violence in graphic detail and may include discussions about demonology and the occult, topics that caused widespread panic during the 1980s. This content may not be suitable for children under the age of 50. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Who's on? Good morning or good evening, Rob. How are you, sir? Uh, this is Grog Talk. I'm James. I'm Dan. And Rob, uh, Dan, and I are going to spend the next uh, couple hours talking about D&D and various uh, sundry things. So it's good to see him. Um, we're still from Baba Yaga's hut, correct? We're traveling the... No. No? The, the Greyhawk Villages, which is a retirement community. Oh, the Greyhawk Villages. The Grey Villages. Well, because today we're going to be talking about Retirement, longevity, the inevitable time waits for no one. Correct. None of us get out of here. No, none of us gets out of a D&D game alive. That's right. Yeah. So um, no matter what, the game, the session must end. The curtain must close. Yes. The, the story must be written. Right. I don't know what other cliches I can come up with. 1985. May of 1985 must come. The book must be released, and, the, and then the chapter must be closed. So... Um, with that morbid thought, yeah, we're going to be talking about playing with death, but not death itself. Please stay. Uh, yeah, we are, we are talking about uh, the inevitable, what happens to your characters as they get older and they move past the, their prime, and then eventually they succumb to the, they shed their mortal coil. But we've talked about what happens where they go, but this is the more, grand, the more grounded reality mm -hmm. of it. And we just, actually, before we came on, we had a discovery that we're going to have to talk about. So this show is now not going to be three hours long. It'll probably be five or six. It was very disturbing. It was. Very, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit shaken, so stay, <laughs> stay tuned. You're trying to recover from it. So yeah. speaking of shaken, uh, we're going to shake things up with um, Rag Khan, 23, Feast of Orcus, All Hail Orcus, which is happening September 29th, October 1st at the Doubletree Orlando. 5780 Major Boulevard, um, I'm going to need your email that you've signed up your tabletop events offline so that I can give that to Craig, so he can give us our badges, so we can start up the games, so we can publish them. Sounds good. Thank we'll you. do. Thank you. Uh, where one of the things you'll be able to see or, and or purchase is prints of the Feast of Orcus picture created by, or painting created by our friend Crystal Thorne, who will be there selling it and displaying it. Uh, so... I'm looking forward to seeing that, and you should be as well. Um, continuing, I saw some new folks on the Discord looking for games. Well, that's where you should go. If you're looking for a game, there are people wanting to play old school games. We need probably more DMs out there, so go out to the Discord. Say, sh 
extend your services that they're available and uh, start gaming. Go out to the Discord or play by post. And uh, there's also the meetup, which we can help you. You can, that's again, that's for those who longtime listeners, you should know that that's how Dan started all this craziness. Him, him and his friend Ed, they set up the meetup. If you build it, they will come. And all this was generated because those two said, we have nothing better to do. We're going to create a meetup. That's true. We had nothing to do. That's right. So that is, uh, if that doesn't inspire you to move on and <laughs> try something, there you go. Um, Golicious apparently is back in D.C. I think he's, I think he's with M.W. Lewis, I think, so based on the pictures there. So, again, uh, his life is way better than yours. Indeed. Hard to keep up with him. No, I, yeah. It's, he was at a wedding uh, in Florida. Now he's back up there. Uh, we're zipping through the announcements because I'm assuming that I've done something wrong uh, with the setup, and we're going to have to redo it again. So I just... Got it. <laughs> yes. Has <laughs> James done something wrong with the setup? No. no uh, but... But... Mm-hmm. But something's going to happen. Um, what next we're talking about is flipping and turning. Issue 12 is done. Rob is now working on the tournament, not tournament, the GrogCon module. Correct. Uh, session. A tournament. Episode. Yes, for the tournament. The tournament. I, as, he did the tournament last thing, but I, so I don't know what this, the theme is. I should ask him. Hopefully oh, Rob, the theme. Oh, yeah. Subs up the night. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So from Japan, we look good. Thank you, sir. Very good. Good to know. It's always, it's always, a, it's always a dice roll to see if things work. Support Grog Talk by becoming a patron at www.patreon.com backslash Grog Talk. So now the question is, are we doing Knuckles Goes to the Ruin since we did the Halfling going to the Ruin? Well, oh, yeah, oh, of course. He doesn't belong there. Right. That's why he's, of course, he's being attacked by the pterodactyl. Yeah. Okay, so Knuckles is, all right, Knuckles versus the pterodactyl, right? Is that a pterodactyl? That looks like a pterodactyl. Okay, so Knuckles is our recurring character. Right, who is, was brought on to uh, help us understand unarmed combat. But he's taken on a life of his own. He's taken, that's right, he's gone underwater. He's so lovable. He is lovable. Well, he's, and, he's, and he's represented by the artwork in the player's handbook. Yeah, if you didn't know that, Knuckles is the thief, the long-armed... Which we assume is a half-orc thief, based on it. Well, now we know. Right. He is. Right? Everyone just thought he's a long-armed... See, everyone said, well, that drawing's not great, because the long arms, he's right. not proportional. Right. Well, he's, he's Knuckles. Knuckles the half-orc. Right, clearly. So, what page is he on? Half-orc, he's almost an animal. Right. <laughs> he's he's half-animal. He's semi-human, page 27. So, yeah, so Knuckles... Knuckles has picked up a wine sodden bum. Right. Wine sodden bums. Right, wine sodden bum. Female. Female wine sodden bum. Has he, some half eaten cheese. Yes, and uh, that's it. I think you got a knife after you lost everything from your I last. have a club. It says club. Club, you have a club. I have a club. Right. And I was trained by Blackthorn. Right. Back in the day. Trained by Blackthorn. Okay. And so now we are going to. Well, the problem has been you have enough experience to go to level two to become a, not a. What, a pad, whatever you are. You're a thug. or what's I'm a second? rogue. Right. What's the second level? Foot pad. Foot pad, yes. You, you, you could be a foot pad after defeating in martial combat the, the monk. Actually, you didn't defeat him. You actually were able to hit him. And that was the challenge. Oh, so I'm going to rob the halfling temple. You're trying to get some money because you cannot go up in level because you keep assaulting drunkards and white sodden bums who don't have any money. Oh, so I need to step it up a notch. Right. 
the That's, halfling temple. Right. The you, temple of G, what was her name? Whatever her name was. This, yeah, syphilis or whatever it was. <laughs> oh, so that's right. So I've snuck through. That's right, because everyone knows about this temple, right? right? Well, no one, yeah, everyone knows no. of the temple. They don't know its a purpose because it's been lost to history. They just know the halflings send their old to die there. The temple of, well, it's the faith. We're just going to, we're going to call Tiralalali. Tiralalali. The faith, we're going to call it the faithful. Right, the faithful's temple. Ah, all right. So Knuckles temple of the faithful. It. Temple of the faithful. And you've heard of this, but... Yes, it's in the roots. Right, and you're going to take your wine sod and bum, and you were going to go I don't want to go. Shut up. Shut up. We're going. We need to make... We need it's a like, score. It's like, they're married. I oh. got some good info. That's right, because he goes where the photos go, where the drawings go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so he he tried to go to the, the mermaid's grotto. Right. And that didn't work out well. He... Thought that was a biker bar, but then he realized that was actual an actual grotto, and that he barely survived that. So he runs into a pterodact. Well, let's take a look in the monster manual. He runs into it. Looks like that's a T Rex for sure, isn't it? Yes. Okay. And one's a pterodact. So I got to get to the temple with your wine sign drunk. Okay. So we're going to dinosaurs. Yep. And it's with a P, if I remember correctly. Oh, really? I don't know. Isn't it PT something, blah, blah, blah? Well, there's T Rex on page 28. Yeah, I'm looking for the pterodactyl. I don't know if they have a pterodactyl. Oh, why? It's in the Monster Manual, too. They have a triceratops. No, they don't have it. Anyone out there? No, that seems hard to believe, doesn't it? Well, I think they added more dinosaurs later because you you can't just never have enough dinosaurs. There's a, a. there are groups that played with dinosaurs. I don't think I've ever played with a dinosaur as a DM. No. All right. Let's see. Uh, yeah, because there's more dinosaurs, but none of them are pterodactyls. I can't believe they don't have a pterodactyl. Maybe it's on a separate thing. Maybe it's, under, maybe it's not under that. I just find it hard to believe they would... Not have a pterodactyl. Well, what you look for is you look on move to see if any of these have a move. That is, I'll do that to see if any of these moves. We're we're flipping and turning. I wish we had a PDF of this. This would really help. What's a PDF? Yeah. Uh, I want to say that there had to have been a flying thing. Am I losing my mind? Could have sworn they have one. I don't think so. Anywho, we obviously thought this would be easier, right? Well, yeah. Which one has a flying movement? None of of these do. We didn't plan this. Shockingly, Uh, the Mosasaurus can swim. Does that count? Well, why don't we start with the T Rex? Yeah, I I think that's going to be right. Yeah, because I don't see... Ter- oh, wait, wait, there's a P-T-E-R-A-N-O-D-O-N that flies. Flying reptiles. Like mm-hmm. any creature appears vulnerable. They have, oh, wait, they have no teeth. But spear victims with their beaks. Oh. Yeah, let's oh, go with that. Is that it? That looks kind of like that. Yeah. Guy? Yeah, it's 30 feet long. That sounds about right. And they're common. So, yeah. Oh, all right. So that's what we covered. All right, so we got a T-Rex, and we have... Pterodon. Somewhere out there is a kid in junior high going, I can't believe you don't know your dinosaurs. We don't, because we don't care. So that is a 
Pteranodon. Pteranodon. All right, we got a pteranodon and a T-Rex, and we got knuckles and the wine-sodden bump. Okay? And so we got to get to the temple. We're going to move. You're going to try and move silently? Yeah, what well, I got this wine-sodden bum with me. What are you going to do? What lineman are you? I am chaotic evil. Oh, you mean just like send her? Ooh, ooh, what do you think? We can play this together. We think we should send the wine sign bomb. What would Knuckles do? What does Knuckles care about? Yeah, these guys, that's it. Oh, so that's, we've had this drawing wrong the whole time. Yeah. It's a wine sign and bombs. Knuckles, he's in there. He's inside the temple. All right, yeah, Knuckles. Oh, but wait. So the only, the only, here's what I say as the DM. You have to move silently because you're basically, you're going to be walking next to her and you're going to slowly start backing yes. up. And as she keeps going, you're going to disappear. So you're going to try to move. So the only thing you're going to try to do is you have to avoid being detected by her that you're, you're leaving her. Yeah, okay. Boy, Knuckles knows how to survive. He's a survivor. He is. He survived monks, fighters, um, sharks. This is what he does. Okay, all right. You don't, you don't, you're not a half-orc thief. Uh, for long if you don't know how to survive. Okay, yeah, he's going to, yeah, so he's going to move silently. Right, away from her. And now she's drunk. Right. Clearly. Well, is she drunk? Well, you have to roll. She may not be drunk right now. Okay, wait rate. a second. But she's, if you're she's the wine son, but I get to roll this twice and take the most favorable for him. Don't you right. think? That's is right. that fair? I agree. I mean, she's wine sot. She's not just, <laughs> what? She, she's sodden. She's like wet. <laughs> That's right. She's drenched in wine. <laughs> You, sque you squeeze her out, and she's just a bucket of wine comes. She's, exactly. It's in her beard, because, you know, she's a dwarf. She's a female dwarf. She's got a big... Okay. You yeah. didn't know that, did you? She's a, fe she's a dwarf. All yeah. right. No, no but. No. One more roll. Yes. Oh, what? No. She's not drunk. Oh, my God, I'm going to parlay. I got to... Well, okay, fine. I can roll with it. I need to parlay with her. Like, hey, baby. Uh, you got any wine? I'm, I'm sobering not sure up. I do. No, you don't. That's why she's not wine side. You, you took me out here, Knuckles. You said there'd be wine. We're in a forest. Oh, We're no. in a weird place. Shut up. Eat this cheese. <laughs> this is not wine. You said there'd be wine out here. Is that the clubber to that? <laughs> I'm going to start clubbing her to death. <laughs> okay, you'll have this roll initiative. Oh, my God. It's gone badly. <laughs> you can't just insult someone. Roll initiative. She may attack you with the cheese. Two, you roll your initiative. The cops are going to show up. It's just a little No, you're out here. It's just domestic. It's a domestic. Oh. She's got initiative. She's going to grapple you. With a piece of cheese. Actually, she's going to pummel you. Oh, that won't be the first time. Where's my wine? She's angry. She said she's a dwarf? This is going to turn into the adventures of the wine Sodom bum. She's a female dwarf. Okay. With a beard. All right. So we're going to unarmed combat. She's going to pummel you. Okay. Does she have a beard? So you're, you're going with that. All right. Or what's your armor class? Not good. Do I even have armor? Yeah. I don't know. What's, what's it say? Nine. Nine. That's your armor class. Because well, it's my dex, probably. Mm -hmm. 15. Yeah. You're not slowed. You're not stunned. All right. So I have, I have a pretty good chance to hit you. Now, at some point, is there a chance that, like, this is going to happen? Right, I'm going to roll after okay. this round. Because we started, we're walking through. She's finally sobered up, and she's complaining. Because she's got the sweats. She's got the drunk sweats. Right. And she's just, I'm not going any further until you give me some wine. And all I have is cheese. <laughs> it's cheese in a club. And you're like, 
<laughs> and you hear the you hear the rustling in the yeah. forest. So you're like, oh, shut up, shut yeah. up. Oh, I'm not going any further. Shh. You're using, you're saying the forest is dangerous. Shut you know up. what's dangerous? Me not drinking is dangerous. I could just hear it. Shut this up, you wine sodom bum. This is literally a couple fighting. She's this is my parents. <laughs> right. Your, your car is stuck in the middle of, uh, you know, a bad part of town, and they're screaming These at each other. Are... <laughs> you're screaming at each other. You're like, shut up. We're in a bad gonna... part of town. So let's see. Ooh, 90. I think that just barely hit. That did. What did she do? She's pummeling. She's punching so you. She's punching me in the nose. She's punching in the face. Uh, she gets two attacked. Now we go to the t pummeling table. I'm going to say she has normal strength. You're not wearing anything. You. What's your dexterity? Fifteen. Oh, so you get my, minus ten. You're not wearing. You don't have any armor, so it's minus ten off this roll. Fifty-two. Uh, glancing blow. Strike again. You get four. She doesn't have a strength bonus. You take four points of damage. How much hit points? Really? Yeah. What are you talking? Oh my god! I only have three, but it's not. Wait, what? Yeah, I have just, three. I just did four points to you. I just knocked you out. Holy mackerel! Punched you in the face. Oh wow! Holy goldfish! So yeah. wait, so four. But how much of it is real? A uh, real is only uh, one of it's real. But I'm unconscious. Yeah, you got knocked out. You just it's, knocked. It's like Give me my movie. watch. <laughs> my watch. She knocked She's, you out. She's gonna search me? Yes, of course. She's gonna do more than that. After she's angry. Uh, oh my god! All right, well, I guess so, I don't. I'm. I, 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 so what happened was you went. Uh, now I will say, you, what were you? You were gonna attack her with the club? Yes. Okay, you get your attack first. We didn't do this properly. Oh, I do. Right. Oh. So we have to go back to. Because what is the rule set? We have to retcon. Opponents with weapons used normally. If the opponent of a grappling, pummeling, overbearing attack has a weapon, the opponent will always strike first unless the character attack has surprise, which we didn't. We didn't do surprise. Okay, so the attack does no damage, but oh, should I roll for surprise though? Oh, you want to roll surprise for me? Oh, I didn't know she was gonna attack me. Okay, well then we have right? to roll surprise. Or is that not the way surprise works? Surprise doesn't no, probably work. You though. said you were going to attack, so you're not surprised. You're all standing. We were declaring. Oh, that's true. I went at her. For right. Judgment. You. Yeah. So you have to roll. Make your roll to hit. Okay. She's AC ten. Seven. Seven. You probably missed. Were you first level assassin thief? I should be two, but yes. And you should be two, but guess what? You're not. You need an eleven. So you missed. Yeah, you're knocked out. So I miss her. She just she pops, just pops me in the, in the face and you're knocked out. Okay. Uh, yeah, she got... Uh, I got knocked out by a wine sodden bump. <laughs> yeah, you're knocked out. Now, how long are you knocked out for? I should have brought booze. Why didn't you... Because well, you don't have... You can't. Afford, you should have traded your chain for booze. <laughs> I don't want to... Oh, my God. I didn't want to have to... Uh. All right. Whenever opponent reaches zero hit points, unconsciousness occurs. It lasts for one round plus one round for every point beyond zero and has sustained. So there you go. I'm at minus one, right? Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm two rounds? Yeah, you're going to be, yeah. Out for two rounds. So you tell me what your wine son bun does. I well, first does. I'm going to see if something comes to attack you. Okay. That would certainly be a problem. Right. Well, we, we know... Did I'm just this is a straight yes or no? Did some did some creature hear what was going on? Yes. Okay. All right. So is it the pterodactyl or the T Rex? Right. Because right, otherwise it could just be something random in the jungle. Right. right. Let's see. One is it the pterodactyl? Yes, but is the T Rex with him? Yes, but is oh. there anything else with him? No. So it's both of them. That's the drawing. That's the drawing. So she's standing there. So but, oh, so we you did have this wrong. I'm not in the temple. I'm, I'm down the here. I'm conscious. <laughs> That's right. This could be the best thing to do for me, though. Right. 
Right? We don't know. All right. right. Exactly. So now we have to roll surprise. She can't be, she can't surprise because she, she's oh left. Oh my God, I might survive this. Right. All right, so see if she's surprised. She's not surprised. Well, yeah. She finally, <laughs> after, you know, she looks up and there's a T-Rex. Now, how close are they? Oh, they are, let's see, how far is that? So now we're looking at distance. D6 plus four, they are 60 yards away. But it's jungle, so I'm going to say it's 30 yards away. She's going to start running. She, so now she, oh, now I have to figure out what she's going to do. She's got to run. First, it's initiative. Right. So you want to roll for her? You play you play. All right, I'm the, wi all right I'm the wine son, but you play not the one. first time. Uh, simultaneous. All right. So what are you going to do? I'm one? running. Okay, you're running. You run at, you're a dwarf. You run at nine. Okay. If I remember correctly, right? Look up dwarf. Oh, wait. This, is, this reminds me of the, uh, the bear in the clearing. I don't have to run faster. That's right. Then a bear just had to run faster than you. Right. I'm hoping, well, all right. Some they'll have to decide if they see knuckles. I guess ru but running is probably, yeah. Running is going to get their attention. Well, you know, she's a wine sodden bum. Right. You declared running. All right. Well, should I roll to see what she does? No, I think she would run if she I saw would run. That would be pretty startling. I right. mean, that was my first reaction. T-Rex moves at 15. The, ter the uh, Teriodon moves at 15. Okay. So they both move at the same speed. So the question is, who gets to you first? Right. Because this is, air, we, could, we could look up aerial combat for this. Right. But, um, so she's running at, she's a dwarf. Right, what does dwarves move at? Six, nine? Moves at six. Oh, wow. Moves at six. And That's, I'm in the jungle. And you're in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> I move like two steps. So... Which one will get to you first, the T-Rex or the Pterodactyl? This is a horror movie. So they're both coming after you. So yes, the the what? So the um, one to three, it's the Pterodon. Four to six, T-Rex. The the bird creature gets to you first. This is horrible. <laughs> now I'm gonna use. Let's see. What's Tastes that? like wine. Uh, Tastes like Merlot. <laughs> very nutty. What year is this? Yes. <laughs> okay. A hint of dwarf. <laughs> She's just like go to lunch, seat in the door. She the pterodactyl needs a six. That's a cock out. Seven. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, it's probably good for knuckles. <laughs> I'm rooting for the bird. Yeah. All right. So pterodon does two to eight. That's it. Wow. Oh, and it's like it's like pecking me. Uh, what does it do? They have no teeth, but spear victims with their beaks. Ooh. If they're too large to swallow at a gulp. Oh. Well, they're not. I'm not. I could. Oh, I could probably be swallowed at a gulp. Because no, because no. they only weigh forty or fifty pounds. But they uh -huh. can carry off prey four times their own weight. Oh, so he's gonna spear me and then carry me off. Right. Okay. One, two points. I wonder how many points. So, well, so what's a one? Oh, a dwarf. Let's look at the dwarf. Probably one to six, right? Yeah, something like that. This is intriguing. One hit dice. Whoa! Wow! You made her a dwarf. You made her more powerful. Okay, here we go. Well, I don't know. Do you want me to look up female? Are you really gonna? You really gonna cause? It doesn't sex, say. It doesn't sexist say. argument here. Just just D eight. One day. Okay. Three. Three. Not dead. Ugh. She got now now a body bl blow. Yeah, she got spirit <laughs> but to the side. Now the uh, terra. Now the T Rex shows She's up. Bleeding. Who's the T Rex gonna attack? The Pteridon or the dwarf? Okay, so one to three, it's the Pteridon. Four to six is the dwarf. One to three, you mean Knuckles? No. Wait, what's happening? Knuckles on the ground. Right. The, the dwarf, the Rhinestone drunk, is running into the jungle. Right. The, they heard the noise, and they're both converging right. on the noise, a.k.a. Right. the picture. Right. 
She just got hit. Now the T-Rex is here. Is the T-Rex going to... Why do we assume the T-Rex and oh, them are working together? Oh, this is like King Kong versus... Right. This could be like versus Mothra. Right, exactly. Well, I would be excited. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, well, sure. You're right. Yeah. We don't know that the... Uh, yeah, you're right. There is no question. Most fearsome, huge size, swift. It's a plains dweller and stupidly fierce... And so stupidly fierce that will attack a small triceratops, kill and swallow its head in one gulp, thus killing itself in a manner as the horns of the victim pierce the stomach of the victor. Of course, this monster will pursue and eat nearly anything, engulfing man-sized creatures on a roll of 18 or better. So I think it's going to... What are you doing now that you've been hit? You're going to keep running? I'm sort of... Yeah, I was stumbling about. Okay. I mean, I took two out of three hit points. I'm in... Yeah. I'm I'm trying to get away. Right. Yes. I'm yeah. just running. So uh, you're you're stumbling away. I'm gonna say you're because the the pterodon is much bigger. One to five, he's gonna go after the pterodon. Six is gonna go after. Okay. You. How's that sound? Great. Oh. Six. Because I kind of like staggered off, and so he's just gonna like scoop up these. Like thanks. So basically, the pterodon staggered me. Right. And, and the T Rex is like awesome. That's right. Oh, the Jira's gonna be pissed. Ah! Now they're going to fight each other. All right. Oh. Um, if I don't roll a one, I hit you. You need a two? I need a negative three. One should always miss. It should be That's like... That's why I said one is always a miss. Nine. Oh, nine. You get swallowed whole. Oh, the wine sign bump. Looks like you can see it in his throat. <laughs> like a bird, like swallowing Engulfing man-sized creatures whole on a roll of 18 or better. Oh, Oh. Don't worry, some bum's gonna get pooped out. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> You see her, ah, she, then the pterodactyl comes in, impales and she staggers around, and then she's like, oh, I'm gonna get it. And then, so I'm like alive going down? <laughs> yes. Ew, I'm inside? Wait a second, hold on. Wait. No, there are rules. Not. Like, mm. aren't there whale rules? Can mm. I cut myself out? Uh, you don't have a weapon, first of all. And I think you take some damage. Does one? Oh, because I'm like, oh, well. But he says swallow hole. He didn't say bite me. Engulfing hole. So he's, but I'm not, I don't, he didn't say bite. I don't know if there's any damage there. I think I've been swallowed. All right. Well, do, do you it take, say that, right? You have to make a saving throw versus death. How's that? Well, you're the DM. Well, it says engulfing, but you're being mashed in there. So. Okay. Fair enough. You have to make a saving throw. So this is like versus death magic? Right. This is, yeah. Okay. Save versus death. Is that? 15. Oh, that's pretty good. I'll have to see. I'm going to see if this moves. Yeah. Nope. Oh, no, it's 15. This, this, this adventure gets worse and worse. Just, there is no finality with this. So I come to, and the wine sun bomb's just gone. I'll never know what happened to her. She's just gone. Right. Uh, There'll be wanted missing posters. Death magic, 14. I'm in, I'm in the belly of the beast. You're inside. You're going to die, but you're inside there. Because I don't have... Because now the acids will eventually consume you. Can I try to climb out? Uh, I'll give you another. You, that was the save to survive thing. If you make another save, you somehow get out. I'm like the kid on the Christmas story on the slide. <laughs> You're stuck in a throat. He's choke him to death. Right. He's choking on me. <laughs> well, I mean, she, he is stupid enough to eat a triceratops and then kill, killed as the horns pierce the stomach of the victor. So I will say... That's a possibility. All right, so what am I doing? You have to make another save versus death. Well, now. No, no, you don't survive. Slide on down. 
Bloop. And the fact that you survived the swallowing is impressive. Yeah. Because you're not, you're not, if you were a halfling, I would have gave you a bonus because you're really tiny, but you're a dwarf. You're, you're stocky, signed, wine sodden, drunk. Okay. A couple of minutes go by, Knuckles wakes up. Okay. What do I see? Yeah, you see a jungle. It's gotten awful quiet. I'm heading to, well. Oh, that, that wine sodden bum has gone to the temple without me. Exactly. Oh. She punched me and said it's going to get the gold. I'm going to kill her. That's right. Uh, I saw my club, though, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. You have there? everything. The only thing you don't have is the wine sign. I'm going bum. to the temple. You need to scratch her off. She was swallowed by Wine sign bum. Killed by T-Rex. Swallowed, yeah. Swallowed by T-Rex and then consumed in the acid. Right. Very disturbing. Guy. Okay. And Probably would have been better if she just got chomped. Yeah, slowly, that's way to slowly go. Slowly consumed by the acids in there. I knew found respect for these dinosaurs. Right. <laughs> Should eat them more often. <laughs> They're great. All right. So because of her distress, I mean, it worked out what you wanted. Her knuckles is a survivor. It worked out exactly what Perfect. you wanted. Perfect. It wasn't exactly the plan, but it worked out. She was bringing me down. Right. She really was. She's dead weight. She Literally deserved dead to weight. die. She's an idiot. Oh. You're now at, you see a, yeah. now yeah. Knuckles sees a uh, stone statue in front of a, a temple. Right. Oh, all right. Well, I'm going in. All right. Now you're like that halfling. Roll D6. You have to move silently. Okay. Do it. I'll let you see what you, if you roll move silently. Okay. Then you have to decide what you're going to do. 67. You do not move silently. Okay. So now it's uh, now roll d6 for surprise. See if you're surprised because the statue's moving. Fine, I'm not. So now it's initiative. You see a giant statue moving towards you. Okay. Is he between me and the yes, opening? Yes, between you and the door. Hmm. So I'm going to have to do like a, hand, like a football game. Right. You're going to try You're going to try to run past him? Are you going to run away? What are you going to do? I'm gonna, no, I'm going to try to run around. I'm going to try to elude him. Yeah, I'm going to try to run around him. Get into the, uh, the yeah. I'm going to try to run into the temple. Are you kidding me? I've come for money. i got to get me level two. Right. I have. I think I have literally no money. I have nothing. I had a gold piece. I don't even have it. I think I bought cheese with it. I have nothing. I am broke. Okay? I don't want to end up like, you know, Midnight Cowboy, whatever it was. All right. So, I'm, um, yeah, so I declare action is I'm trying, trying to, to run, past them. run. Yeah, I'm doing an end run. Indeed. All right. It's initiative, right? Well, someone has a good suggestion. Yes. Since Knuckles has been lucky. He has been lucky. Let's give me your moves. Your move silently failed. Maybe something from the jungle heard you moving. Okay. Maybe the T-Rex heard you and now oh, is going to... Instead of the golem. Right. Oh, that'd be good. Right. So let's see. Did the... What do we, we want to say? Did the T-Rex hear it? We'll just do yes or no. Sure. No. No. Didn't hear it. Did the pterodactyl hear it? Yes. Oh, because he's upset. Right. He, he didn't get his he didn't meal. Get his meal. That's right. All right. So. Oh, he thinks the stone golem's food. Hmm. I think he thinks your food, but now there's the stone golem there. Ah. So he's going to try to like, oh, so that's sort of like when the, uh, the birds, you know, the car comes and right. the bird runs off. Right. Exactly. So, back and, yeah. So the, you are trying to, you're, you did such a t terrible job move silently. Not only did the stone golem hear you, but the, the pterodactyl heard you. So, okay. The pterodactyl's swooping in to come after you, but you're trying to get past the stone golem. Okay, DM. This you have to figure this mess out. All right, so now it's initiative. Three-way so, initiative. Three-way initiative. So this is this is for the stone golem. One. Now you go. Five. Five knuckles. Three. Knuckles. All right. Wins. So you're trying to run. You're running around him. 
Yes, and keep in mind, a pterodactyl, I'm trying to work the DM here, but this pterodactyl thing is coming. Right. That could be a little distracting to the stone golem between the two. I'm just I saying. agree. I agree. So what's I'm going to say that you you're running for the door. Heck yeah. Okay. I've come uh, for treasure. You've you've you will make it towards the door. The monsters now. What's going to happen is the pterodactyl's trying to fly towards you. I'm going to say he'll probably get one attack at you. But if he survives the stone golem, because the stone golem's trying to hit you, now the bird yeah. comes and he's trying to hit the stone. He's going to hit the bird. Okay. Looking forward Which to Which makes makes perfect sense. Because Knuckles is the luckiest person alive. He really is. All right, so AC7. I knew that one sound bomb would come in handy. <laughs> can, you, can I order some more? <laughs> How much does it cost? A copper piece. Well, if he rolls a... So you want the stone golem to hit. He hits. Nice. Wow, he just whacks that bird. <laughs> so he hits the... St he... He needed a one to hit him, so that was pretty easy. Uh, three to 24. Five, six, 11 points of damage. Wow. So if he dies, then he will not get attack on you. Oh, he's still alive. Uh, 15, 18 points. So he's still alive. Oh, but wait, is he going down? Wait, yeah, he's going to try. Aero combat. Yeah, he's, he's going to have to land. Because he hit 50, right? You oh, yeah, 50%? he's more than 50. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's see. Uh, he did 12. He has uh, 18. So that's 66%. So he doesn't have to crash land, but he has to land. 75% crash land? 75% crash land. But he's not in good shape. Right. His but he hurt. does get his attack on you. Because, man, he was flying towards you. He gets hit. He gets hit, and now he's going to hit you. On he's the way down. On the way down. Uh, a little snack. Let's see if he hits. Ooh, it's oh, one. Knuckles. Wait, what? See if Knuckles survives. Three... Seven points. Uh the adventure Knuckle. of Knuckles ends. Well, here. he gets to die in invention, doesn't he? Huh? He can oh, break of course. Yeah, bag true. Whoever he wants, that's right. The end of Knuckles? Could be the end of Knuckles here. I'm sorry. Unless you get divine intervention. Well, this was a dangerous oh, cursed ruins. <laughs> yeah. Nope, fifty seven. Sorry, he got he got impaled. Now I gotta do the next round. Let's see, this is the stone golem. Three, pterodactyl. He's gonna. Tr well, he can't carry you around because he's too. He's too wounded. Well, yeah. Well, that's right. He's gonna. He. I guess he'll try to attack the stone golem. Won't be successful because he's not high enough level. The stone golem attacks him and kills him. Stone golem killed the bird. Yes. Yes. Just finished him off. Well, so I'm not at negative ten yet. You are. You are bleeding. What am I at? Uh, you took. What'd you say? Seven. You took. You're at negative three. Hmm. What happens now? Do you just bleed? I mean, out? Is it impossible that? Well, it could be I a random it. encounter. I. Uh, you want a random encounter? Oh, halfling. <laughs> Another halfling. Okay. <laughs> there's a lot now. All right. There's no. There should be a chance of random encounter. Like okay. how many? How many? I lose a hit point. How often? How quickly? Every round. So each in round. Seven minutes, you'd be dead. Yeah. What's the chance of a random encounter in seven minutes? That's just one roll. Yeah, I'll give you one roll. It's just one, right? Right. It's just one. One and six. I mean, how many more rolls do you want? Well, but I'm six. just saying this is accurate. That okay. somebody, something could come by. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you're working the DM. That's okay. Yeah. This is accurate. No. Yeah. The, the, the adventure of Knuckles ends here, unfortunately. Well, I just go through another plane. But he's not going to steal another thing. Okay. Uh -uh. Speaking of death. So and it's Knuckles. Yes. Okay. The rescue. Oh, he could. Jack the rescue dog could have saved you. Did you, did you try to save Knuckles? So they just find, like, so I guess I'd just be, like, eaten by some, like, 
Well, I don't know. You, you, you and the dog, dog wild you and the dog. Yeah. Well, it'd be hard. The stone golem may take his job super seriously. Can you roll? Let's. Can we roll and see what random monster comes and eats me? Sure. Don't you want to know like what it ends? Like, yeah, don't you want to know how the story ends? Well, the story ended by you getting stabbed, impaled by a pterodactyl. But you want to keep going. Well, what happens to my body? Oh, okay. Right. So, he's had, considering he's a crappy first level thief, he's had an adventure of a lifetime. All right, give me a, uh, give me a uh, percentage. Oh, we should. You know, there's a prehistoric settings. Yeah. Age of dinosaurs right. in the DMG. That's what I thought we were looking for. Uh, well, I, do they have that in the? I don't the know. Monster Two. They should because they have more dinosaurs in there. You're right. Okay, so we are in the forest. All right, roll me percentile. Eight. Anatosaurus. I'm eaten by an anatosaurus. I think that's a veget vegetarian. I think it's a vegetarian. Sounds like a vegetarian. Yeah, right. He doesn't eat me. The, the atosaurus? The anatosaurus? Uh, yes. A-N-A-T-O-S-A. There it is. Yeah, page 23. And, oh, anatosaurus. They're plant. Duckbilled dinosaurs. Plant-eating sort. They run from attack. I like these guys. The only defense is a lashing tail. All right. Maybe you just rot away. Apparently I do. Maybe giant ants take you into the temple. Yeah. Okay. Some, some scavenger would eat you. Yeah. He'll pull you in. Okay. Or the next, does, does a halfling, old halfling find you and carries you into the temple and dumps you into the, into the okay. lava? No. No, but they carry you in. Very good, James. So here ends Knuckles, the strangler. Yeah. It was good. He had a good run. They did. He had a good run. And, well, but we did not on him come at. His time is, mm -hmm. the cosmic, everything's aligned. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a good event. His luck just ran out. Uh, the end of Knuckles, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, that was, uh, he, he did his thing. Now, nice. Knuckles has paid the price. But, you know, that's the life of living adventure solo. It, he probably didn't know that uh, this wine side and drunk was actually an NPC cleric. Of what we should do, <laughs> yeah, what we should do is we should do a prequel oh. where it's the wine side and bums. <laughs> This is Disney. She did better. She, she did do better. She survived that. <laughs> she died. Her death was epic. Right. 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 She got speared and then swallowed. But his is epic too. He ran past the stone golem, almost got into the temple. If he just would have, if she just would have been taken out, that would would have been epic. If the stone golem would have taken out the pterodactyl. Right. That was what I was hoping. That I I thought that was going to happen. And I didn't think she would. He would be hit. I th I, I th all right. But well, that's, that's why you don't. The dice don't lie. They, they have don't. to tell the story. We can't can't make it what we want it to be. We have to do what the story is. Oh, it was worth it. It was worth having the wine sun bung get swallowed by right. a T-Rex. Yes, after being impaled by the thing. So, our last segment is, speaking of death, playing with death. Eventually, longevity and... Um, so, on episode 82, we talked about death in D&D. &D, how you go from zero to negative, which we did, and... And then you go into the whatever afterlife. You're a soul that has to go through the astral plane and all that other exciting things. But so this is about waiting for death. This is not about yeah. death. This is about waiting for death. Well, because as grognards, we're getting up there. And I think we have right. to start talking about these things, don't you think? Exactly. So uh, what I would like to talk about is a few things. Yes. Can I cheat death? Uh, you can postpone it. Well, all right, cheating and postponing death. So, so that's the first thing. 
And we also need to talk about making proper disposition, future disposition of your uh, possessions. Material wealth, should you have a, unlike Knuckles, where it was simple. Okay, so let's talk about, so let's talk about the first thing that you should do, which is often overlooked, right? which is the will. So do you have in your hand an original adventure guide? Now, Jack, I'm gonna have to put you down because I have to do something. Here you go. This is the, Lay down. and I know, I know our viewers know this fondly, remember this fondly, the AD&D Goldenrod Player Character Record. Now, that's an important title here. This is the Player Character Record. James is going to bring up another sheet. I'm going to try. He's going to try. And as I'm sure many of you know, in wonderful first edition fashion, at the bottom on the back of the Goldenrod Character Sheet is a place for you to put your will. But I think really for us old schoolers, this really encapsulates, this is all you needed to know about first edition, right? I mean, this said it all, is the fact that your character sheet had an entry for a will. Basically, get ready to die, have your D6 close. Have your D6 close. <laughs> Hold on, we got, we got a... And um, so we know that... I'm showing them for those who are listening, the advanced D&D fantasy adventure game um, supplement, as you can tell. Which I am familiar with the look of this, but I never had it, and I don't, so I'm not familiar with the contents. So this, unlike the, uh, what you have is the adventure record, this is the permanent character folio and adventure record. So this has a combination. This, this all information will remain constant for a character, which remains constant for a character, as well as sufficient space for record keeping provided on the uh, four pages, what does it say here? On the durable four pages of the permanent character folder, while all the information subject to change and adventure is put on the separate adventure records. So this is an adventure record. Right, so this is more like bring to the game, it'll be useful. Don't remember to have this, this when you go home, Right. fill that out, and it's much more extensive. And what you pointed out was that there is a larger will right. included in this. This one just says will on the goldenrod, I blank, do here by blank, and it's a single line. Right, but if you scroll down, which we're going to do, so in the permanent character, very similar to the goldenrod, has similar things. It has description, but then it has a page for your symbol, your character sketch, your graph, Brief family history, family allies, folds, hold, holdings and businesses, very important right. to illustrate that. Local locales frequented and where relationships and followers, very interesting. Here's your similar thing, your adventure record in blue as opposed to goldenrod. And it's also interesting, it's in landscape versus in, Indeed. in uh, portrait. And then we get to spells, very similar, experience, Highlight of characters' life and previous adventures, so you can keep a log of this. Swallowed by T-Rex, for right. example. And then here it is. Titles granted crimes accused of. That's great. Character what? traits, favorite tactics. And then last will and testament, and it's much longer. It has three lines instead of one line, and it actually has a date and a signature. Now, that date and signature clearly has got to be the last will and testament. It's not the character record sheet, right? right. That's right. So this is very important. So the first thing, so when you start running a character, you want, if, I think you don't really need to worry too much about this, probably. 
Well, Unless just like the Weinstein bun and Knuckles. They have nothing, no one cares, and they're going to die, and they're, they're dead, so who cares about that? But, but if your character gets married and has kids, you, you want to think about these things. Right. Because right? so, you never know what the rules of inheritance are if you die without a will. You don't want to gamble. So here's the first question I have for you, James. If I have, if I have just filled out this on my character sheet, Let's just start with the goldenrod. Right. Because this is about... So the problem is, what we discussed pre-show, is that we were under the supposition that this was the permanent. This is what you'd be keeping around. And that you would fill this out and you'd be good to go. But there is now a more substantial uh, record. Is that what you... Yes, but more formal. Right, more formal. Because uh, it's got the date of the signature. Right. This does not. So the first question I have for you, Jay. So you're the DM. Right. So obviously... I, I want to make sure that my affairs are in order before I die. And your knuckles, the lawful evil thief, who's now fourth level, and you're starting to Mar think I'm married with kids. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and someone, <laughs> you, you went to a conference on estate planning. That's right. That's and right. And you said, we need, to, we need to work on it. Yes, go ahead. So if I've just filled this out on the yellow sheet, do I, do I need to be concerned that my DM is going to throw out this will, and I'm going to say this for a couple reasons, okay? Um, is there any concern that the DM will say that filling this out is just an indication that I want to do this, as opposed to an indication that my player character in the game has in fact gone through whatever legal formalities are necessary to have a proper will, right? Because it's a very, obviously, very, so do I need to be concerned about that as a player? So I had this conversation with my DM. Well, I think you should always have conversation with your DM because not only do they, does the DM have to adjudicate this, but the, play, the other player characters have to deal with it and the players themselves because what is the, what is the default uh, action of other player characters when a fellow comrade is killed? A loot the body. Right. Yeah. So the intent of this would be there would be the unwritten rule that, hey, before you loot the body, you have to look at my character sheet. And then the challenge that is, if they're aware of this permanent record, which one supersedes? Because there's going to be a challenge by the player to the whale. So, right, because here's, here's the problem. As you stated, there is no signature here. So if, in the real practical sense, you and I could be playing, your character is killed, right? The DM sends you to the other table to roll characters. This is what... Dan would do when people die in his game. Right. What am I doing if I'm sitting next to you? Right. You're, you're right. I hereby give all my money to Bob. The, and the, the, the player's sheet is really like a carcass, right? The right. players are in all the time, but what did he have? Right. And they, yeah. Because you've gone off to roll up a new character because you want to start playing. Again. And what's great about old school gaming mm -hmm. is like no one's crying about any of this. Right. Not even the kid rolling. He's happy. Like He was tired of being a thief. Right. What shall Partic I be? Particularly this thief where you didn't get any experience. You couldn't get levels because you didn't have any money. There was no backstory you were upset about. Right. You know, losing. Okay, but uh, I have a more fundamental question, though. Do those players, if they are lawful, any of them lawful? And they have a flag to faithfulness. And they have a flag to faithfulness. Do they, you know, if you die in test day without a will, there, there's probably in your kingdom or whatever, there may be rules about what happens to your money. I mean, is it, is it, I think. Listen. Players assume it's finders, keepers, losers, weepers. So right. they assume looting the body's lawful. The character she said, crimes accused of. So, so. <laughs> a, a body looter. Right. Well, seriously, it's bad, right? 
so is it possible? So so let's talk about this. Is it, am I possibly if I have a phylactery of faithfulness, right? An unlawful anything, right? Mm -hmm. So let's let's say lawful good to make it easy. When I go to loot that body, is this going to tell me I shouldn't be doing that? I mean, shouldn't I possibly be wrapping up the stuff, taking it back, and handing it over to the state? Of course. Well, there's two things. What we, we most games, and this is inferred and also um, you know declared in the uh, DMG when we're talking about settlements. Even though the land says it's unclaimed, there's always, remember the maps would just say, I own yeah. everything yeah. as far as I can see and beyond to the sea of whatever. Someone claims this land. Some yeah. noble claims this land. Yeah, like, like Connecticut, I think, went right. to the Pacific right. at some point, right? Yeah. Everyone's like, yes, that's okay, that's right. So the point of this is, typically when you are, uh, when I do games and the noble says, go you know, find my daughter or clear out, they give you a writ that says you may take anything out of the dungeon that is yours. That's your that is your reward for doing it. I don't have to pay you because I'm allowing you to take my stuff and bring it and keep it is what the idea. So to your point, if this dungeon, even though it's in the realm of chaos, it's actually owned by the Castilian, the Castilian would say, hey, yeah, you can keep all that because you're doing me a favor. So back to your point of, but if you're, there should be laws of if the adventurer dies, the Castilian would get a 10% tax or would have to go through the probate system that they have. Absolutely. Yeah, because there's a difference between treasure that you find on an orc right. and treasure on a human who is a citizen of that kingdom That's or right. something like that. That's right. So it's all very complicated. And also would hopefully somewhat mitigate the thing of just one guy killing the rest of the party and taking their stuff because it would be a lot easier to do that than going and clear out the caves of chaos. And there may be, if you think about it, there may be deals with the local fighters guild that if it's a fighter, that money is then right. a, right a portion goes. Everyone's going to have their hands in it. Exactly. So that's my first point of this: is is lawful characters looting the body just because there's not. A, so you take the character sheet. Yep. And will's not filled out. Right. In my opinion, that does not mean that there is a legal right to loot. The, you can loot the body, but that doesn't mean there's a legal right. To loot the bot. Exactly. Okay. And, and characters should, who are lawful should be invested in that. And I think that's one of the areas that we have an opportunity for the new Grog Empire Almanac when we do some good. What are the probate laws yes. in your, each of your areas? So if you are a title holder, we need you to put, figure out your probate rules. Um, but, you know, who is allowed to challenge, petition the court? Right. Uh, who has standing? Right, uh, taxes, attorney, and Well, we talked about this too because this right. is a very good point. We said, well, there's a, so there's a lot of work for you out there if you're landholders in the Grog Empire. So let's. So I think the first thing I wanted. This is advice for the 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 middle aged to old to venerable character. First, fill out, have a conversation with your DM about getting a will done. Don't right. uh, don't assume that simply filling out the golden rod. Number one, you should fill out the golden rod at a minimum. Right? right, right. Put put it there, and you want to check it periodically. And you might you don't want to necessarily say certain people. I think you should identify wife, children, because you may add children, adventurers. Those right, right, exactly. So, and then what you need to do is you need to I think it, to be safe. Also, fill get the permanent character record sheet. Right? right, exactly. Fill that out as well. Sign it, and then have someone witness it. Ha exactly, because that, that is the only part that was. Clearly, some sage did not review the permanent record sheet. 
there is no place for a witness. Because here's going to be the players are going to challenge it. Right. Right. They're going to challenge that this will is valid. Um, and so fill out both of those. Now, you raise a good point, which is, it, is it your recommendation, James, that player characters consult a sage right. who has a specialty in law? Yes. Because it's did, in the book, We did right? look it over that, you know, we first looked for a lawyer NPC class. Right. And there was... The closest we found was the Jester NPC class. Right, right. That was the closest we could find. Right. And 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 uh, death and the, master. And the death master. <laughs> the lawyer is the death master and the jester put together. It's a split class. Yeah, it's a split class. It's a dual class. You spend <laughs> first you spend time as a jester and then you move into necro death master. Right. Yeah. So that's the lawyer class. Right. Right. It's, when you're in law school, you're like a gesture. Right. Everyone likes you. Right. Everyone likes a law student. Yeah, Everyone they, hates a lawyer. That's right. Then they're the death master uh, with a little, maybe a side of the librarian. Anyway, <laughs> so, but the sage one has, uh, they have, they can have a major area of study in humankind law and whatever. It's so that's true. what I should seek out. Yes. And I should pay, is it worth, so it's worth, you think it's worth spending the money on? If, if Well, if you have a sizable estate, it's like any estate plan. If you literally have the clothes on your back, you don't have to do anything. But if you have land holdings and magic items that you want to make sure go to certain people or things, then you need to do it. Or you need to be part of an organization that, so for instance, I assume that if you're a cleric of Bagtrue, you have to sign the billion year, like the Sea Org people do uh, from the Scientologists, where they sign a billion year contract that they work for. The, the organization and all their stuff belongs to them. Oh, so, okay. So we've talked about this before too. It probably is worthwhile as I'm aging. As I said, I'm married, I got kids. And you know, let me tell you a reason why you may want to care about what your kids inherit. A lot of players want to play their kid then. Right. Right? You may want to continue. Gary talks about, or, or, or maybe Jim Ward does, about how, well, when your character dies, a lot of times you just, you may play your yeah, kid. You, yeah, Bob the Second, whatever. Exactly. Bob Jr. So, so I should probably join a local guild because the guild might have life insurance. We've talked about this, right? You should first talk to your guild about the benefits, right? Make sure you know your benefits. Because yeah. the guild might the guild might have available where you could buy some sort of adventuring insurance. We've talked about this. Right. So I should, okay. So I should consult. So I should fill out the, the, the goldenrod sheet. Fill out the permanent one with witnesses. Other yeah. the, the, in particular, the DM, most right. importantly, right? And other player characters. Fill that out. Yep. Go spend, if you've got the money, go to a sage to make sure that you've complied with whatever rules. The, the rules of the municipality that you live in, the kingdom you live in, and the kingdom you're adventuring in. You've got to figure out about what do you have to comply with the rules in other jurisdictions. Right. And Is there recipro reciprocity? Right, because you may not want to venture in those. It's very risky to venture in those. It's, it's like, is when, anyone thinking of that? No, this is the problem with D and D. They're not thinking ahead. You just cross borders because right. what happens is, you know, when you go to another country, you got to find out if your health insurance is covered. Because if you get ill there, right. that's a big problem. So what you're saying is, before, or you if venture, you're going to, you know, you're going to engage in certain activities there that would, would, may have been legal in your jurisdiction, they may not be legal in this other jurisdiction. So what you're saying is, when I adventure, when I get older. Mm -hmm. You got to become a little more conservative. So I should basically stay within the kingdom. Right. I know the rules. Right. Don't travel too much. I think also, and I think this is very important. You got don't carry a lot. You got to put your money in with a money lender. And the player's handbook talks about this. Yes, You're right. not going to earn interest, but I think it's very important to keep your money there. So that way, it's not. You don't want to be like because you're reducing the chance all your possessions are going to be looted. 
Right. Don't you think? So, right. so, so put, would you recommend that I put my money with a money lender? I would either money lender or into a cryptocurrency. I've heard that's really good. What is it, right? And it, if you see like a king or a prince selling crypto, that's who you should go with because they're very trustworthy. Got it. I like that. If you see a flyer in the town square about uh, supporting the new uh, royal crypt uh, right. Bit currency. Gold. Bit gold. Bit <laughs> gold. <laughs> bit copper. Uh, platinum plus. That's right, platinum so, plus. That's what you should do. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Just so there's a lot of things you need to think about in your D and D campaign. Forget about you know the intrigue and political things. This is the stuff that really matters. Now I have another thing I want to ask you about because I should I think about putting in my will the use of some of that money toward a reincarnation spell being used on me. That is very interesting. That's kind of like uh, Ted Williams, you know, got his head cut off yes. and put in the crypto thing. Yes. Or, or specifically say what, well, is, is that part of the will? Or is that part of the do not, or do resuscitate document that you should have? Well, I think that's why you need to see the sage. Because right. you need to say, where does this need to go? I feel like there's two things. There is right. the do resuscitate as opposed to do not resuscitate. Right. Uh, durable power of attorney. Who's making that decision for you? Right. Because if not, it's going to be a party decision. Right. And they may decide no. So you need to put someone in there who's going to be in your best interest. Who is your personal representative? Oh, you're right. So what I need to do is, okay, so I probably need to not only consult the sage. Right. But I need to retain the sage. Right. Because he's probably, it's like a living will. Right. So it's like, is there like a resurrection document or, or a reincarnation document? Or resurrection, depending on, A, are you eligible for resurrection or raised dead? Because if you're a human, you are, dwarf you are. But if you're elf, you're not. Then reincarnation is the only way to go. Because I was also thinking about getting older. And so if you die of old age, now yeah. resurrection is not going to be very useful, right? Because you're just you're old just gonna, you die you again. Re-die. You re-die. Right. So um, at least for old age. So old age, you, I think you clearly, want, if you die, so right. You want it to probably be clear. Yeah, you don't want this to be a mistake. That if you die and you're still young, right. it would probably be resurrection. Right, exactly. But if it's old age, I don't want to come back as a badger if I don't have to. Yeah. So why is this important? We, depending on which res, uh, reincarnation, you have some different choices. There's two forms. Right. There's two, there's, there is both magic user and druid spell. Yes. And so you've got to decide. So a good sage will tell you this. The bad right. sage won't know this. Right. And that, that could throw the whole thing out if they don't know what spell. Yeah, if, well, they should be experts in this end of life, end of normal life matters. That's right. their specialty. I see them like life. next to Saul's shop. Right. They're a couple of doors down. Right. They're actually in the fancy part of town. Yeah. You're not going to Saul's, but they're uh, in the wealthy district because you can't afford their services if you're just a first level or whatever. So I said, uh, are you a venerable character? Right. Right. That's the right. They're, they're, they're the ones having the, the lunches at the Richie Tavern. Come yeah. to my big complimentary meal at the Rich Tavern. Right, where right. They explain these things. Turkey leg, venison. <laughs> you get a fine mead where they explain this. That's right. Okay. Uh, all right. So, yeah, so you got to make this choice. So, James, and, and there's no right or wrong answer. Well, the right answer is the magic user. Oh, well, James has obviously selected. Um, what spell level is it? Six? So, it's a six level magic user, seventh level. And why, why is it an important choice? Well, while I love the creatures of the forest, I don't want to be a creature of the forest. Okay. There is a, there is a smaller chance to be something useful, and I use that term loosely, a.k.a. A, not a badger or something, if you're the magic user one versus the 
Druid one. Now, you need to make sure that there's enough money. So you got to hire the sage. Right. Who's basically going to be like a trustee. I mean, so yes. he's right. So he has to use, hopefully the laws are going to require it. I think it's clear you want to go to like a lawful neutral. Your sage better be lawful. Well, I want a lawful good one. Okay, but at least lawful, right? I mean, uh, the one that has a fiduciary responsibility. You're right, because they don't want to embezzle. Right. Okay, so law, you try to find a lawful good sage who specializes yeah. in law. Why don't I want a lawful neutral one? Because nothing offense to those who are who perceive themselves as lawful neutral. There are they would they would charge the maximum fee. They would charge if if mm. I didn't fill out the paperwork yeah. properly, they would say, "Sorry, you relinquished your rights for this. This all falls into mine as the purpose." They would charge the maximum administrative fee, whereas a lawful good person would always think they'd have a fiduciary responsibility to their person. So that's, that's good advice. That's right. A lawful evil should be probably out. Well, if if you're comfortable with the laws, then yes. Because you may, well, if you're evil, you may be more comfortable with lawful evil. Right. It's like you're kind of person. You right. know what I mean? All right. So you're going to go to lawful good is what you, so we recommend going to someone maybe of your alignment, but at a minimum, even if you're chaotic, it should always be lawful. Right. Right. Okay. So here are the possibilities. You may not want to be reincarnated. You don't have to choose this, right? This form just goes unfilled out, right? right. You don't. You may not want to be. Do I? Well, do I? Do I want to be re reincarnated? Yes, no. What would you say? Uh, well, uh, you know, again, if that's my only choice, if I'm old and I'm and I'm a part of a faithful profession like a cleric, no, I'd want to go to my place of happiness again. If I tr truly was a sixteenth level cleric of whatever, I. I and my mission's done. I want to go to where my God is. What if you strayed? Well, then I would not want to go there because that would be bad. Now you may want to fill this out later. Right. Well, again, okay. I'm older, right? That's the whole point of this. I'm venerable. So I've lost two, I've gained wisdom and intelligence, but lost strength. I'm weak. So when this happens, mm -hmm. so your solar spirit, yeah, it never makes it. It never makes it to its well, to the outer plane. Eventually it will. Well, after you're this though. Yes. Because your spirit or soul. Right. Is wait, can anybody be reincarnated, spirit or soul? Yes. Oh, this is nice. So this unlike uh unlike raised dead, where it's only souls, right? Not Correct. spirits. Oh, this is nice. Oh, so this is a very well So it says the spirits on, come so on back page anyway. Sixty-four of Druid. Yeah. Page sixty-four of the Druid spell. Any sort of player character can be reincarnated. If an elf, gnome, or human is indicated, the character must be created. When the corpse is touched, a new incarnation will appear in the area one to six turns. What was it about an elf or a gnome? If an elf, gnome, or human is indicated, because those oh, are you're the... all oh, if you're reincarnated, right? So this is good news. So if you don't want to wait around for your spirit to return, and you want to keep your right. lineage, let's say you don't have any kids, you yeah. may want to fill this. Oh, so this is what you do, even before the will or clone, or clone. Oh, that's right, or clone or magic jar. I mean, there's different versions. Oh. We could go that way. That's a more diabolical way, but that's not diabolical. Oh, that's more like like splitting the. Uh, is that like horcruxes? Yes, yeah, so splitting exactly. my soul. Right. Yeah. Or lich. You still lich them. Well, we got lich them. Right. If you're high enough level, but we we're not talking about that. We're talking about the what is more affordable to people. Your typical Joe. Right. Your average. Joe. Well, not the, the average Joe is going in the dirt. But so if I'm lawful evil, I'm going to be. So one of them becoming a mains, right? There's both one for hell and one for. Yeah, but you're going to have bit. to die and move forward for that. And that takes a lot. And the odds that you're, it's like becoming partner in a Manhattan law firm. Yes, the odds that that's right. ever going to happen, there's a lot of associates. But right. the odds that you're ever going to become a specter or anything else, right? But that's the hubris of being evil. That's right. People, 
that's the same people who play, you know, those who play the lottery, they're not playing because they know they're, they, they assume they're going to win. Or at least they, they like the feeling of they're going to win. But, but so there's those player characters too. So those player characters have a different thought because you, like you said, you may want to go to the next place. You may not want to be reincarnated. True. Okay. If you're truly a uh, evil, super evil, that's why we talk about when we talk about evil, you want to be super evil. You don't want to be half-baked evil. Right. Because lame evil, you just are a maggot or a lemur or oh. something. Yeah, you're nothing. So that fra- that phylactery thing can really be a real help. Right. You want to be super evil because super evil, only they have a chance to be brought back as something like a ghoul or a specter or something like that. Yeah, but you need, yeah. Excellence is always rewarded. Right. Okay. It's a meritocracy, no matter what it is. But if you're... If you're just your average Joe, and I want to be reincarnated, so this is what the magic user is. Bugbear. Page 85. The problem now is, okay, but wait a second, James. You're lawful good, right? Let's say you're lawful good. Right. You, do you really well, want to come back as a bugbear? There's a note on page 86. Oh, there is? Note. Oh. Very good or very to, evil persons. Back to very good or very evil. That's why it's important. Oh, very good or very evil persons will not be reincarnated as creatures whose general alignment is the opposite. The material components of spell are a small drum and a drop Why of Why a drum? We have no idea. That's interesting. So, oh, so yes, okay. So this is very important information. So you're very good. Right. And you want to be reincarnated. Yeah, you need to make sure. Oh, so that's why the advice to sages be on our look. Which one are you choosing? You're like, oh, I'd like to do the magic user. Okay, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. You, I recommend that you find, you purchase, and right. I just happen to sell them. Right. Small Merca. You rent them. You don't have to own them. Okay. You rent them for a year. You it's like rent. biofeedback. You train yourself into this. Okay, but we recommend that you do this at least every other year. Right. So like, you don't. You rent it for a month. So you, re- you, you, you keep it for a year. It's like biofeedback. You, right. you work for a year and then you get refreshers every year. It's, well, it's automatically renewed unless you cancel. Right. Well, that's true. Within, within right. 30 days. You could days. have bought seven of them by the time you would. By the time you do that, absolutely, yeah. But the point is, you train yourself. Ooh, that's not good. That's not. Eventually, you learn. I mean, yeah, it's the same thing. If it keeps reminding you, I mean, how many times do you have to be told not steal? So when I go in, so I'm like my forties, right? And which is, old, which is middle age, I think, in in D and D, right? So yeah, fifty hits old, I think. Yeah, it's something crazy. Pretty, pretty close. Or sixties, maybe sixties old, I think. So so I may walk out of there with I'm going to do a reincarnation. I'd like the reincarnation. And yes, package. I would like to rent the phylactery. I assume it's a prepaid model. Huh? The earlier you go, the cheaper it will be. Of course, yes. So you could start putting 50 gold pieces a month. Right. Plus another 10 gold pieces for the added packages. Okay. And so I'll get a phylactery of that. Right. So this is going to increase my chance that, oh, but wait a second, but if we're going to be reincarnated. Yeah, okay. So this is if I want to be re. So the phylactery is just good advice anyway to have anyway, to make sure I go to the plane of my choosing. Right. Um, and if I'm going to be reincarnated, then I, I will become, because it's bugbear. So if I'm not very, if I'm just somewhat good. Right. So this is where the DM would have to pull out. The, this is why it's important. The, the chart. Exactly. This is why that the alignment. Where, the alignment chart on page, where is it? And the DM is actually graphing it. Isn't That's there right. A page 119. A, and isn't there actually, is in the DMG itself, isn't there, a, isn't there like a graph? You're supposed to graph it on 119. Oh, where's 119? Oh, I'm supposed to, yes. I, why don't I see? Uh, I hey, my so on page 119, there is the alignment graph. 
I assume everyone's doing this after every session. You're sitting down, you're doing a review, and you're you're plotting the chart. Okay, you were lawful good, but yeah, you didn't jump right away to say not to loot Knuckles' body. You're moving towards, you know, towards neutral good. And this is all important, right? Boy, you know, that's the player who's really playing the long game. If he's got the phylactery and he's got the he's got the reincarnation as well. Right. They haven't played in my campaign. <laughs> like you're you're spending a lot of time on things you don't need to worry about. Two hours later. Right. So now the druid one, the druid one. Yeah, because you can come. So if you're lawful good, you're coming back as, and you played it well, you're coming back as a dwarf, an elf, a gnome. Well, a dwarf is lawful good. Gnome is lawful good. Right. So you're coming back as, right? Yeah. So these ones you could come back as, a dwarf. Human. It just said, it just said. Yeah, it won't be diametrically opposed. Right. You're not going to come back as a troll it said or ogre magi. Right. Yeah, wait, what's. Whoa, who's general? What's general alignment? Is that the second one? Whose general line is the opposite? Is that that's not law and chaos? Probably that's I probably good so. and evil. I think so. Yeah. Okay. So I could come back as a dwarf, an elf, a gnome, a half elf, a halfling. Wait, why couldn't I come? Can I come back? I could come back as a half orc that right. was not neutral, right? And human. Yep. And that's it. Right. Okay. That's but pretty if, good. But if you're neutral, you could come back as any of these. That's true. Because again, the cosmos would determine right. what they needed, which would be, so that's an interesting thing. Druids, if they wanted to know if the place was good or evil, they could reincarnate things to see the general alignment of the world. Where, oh, where it was currently at. Right. We're on up, one down. Right, because sure. if I don't know, I really don't know where, how things are going. Let's reincarnate Bob, Bob, whoever it is. Right. Oh, he came back as an orc. That means we need more evil. Oh, so everyone's being born. So you think the cosmic balance is based, the alignment based on birth, everyone. Well, I'm saying the overall, it needs more, it, it wouldn't allow more good if there was good there. Are you born with an alignment? Or is it, if, is well, it from socially when you Anyone except human, but the, the evil races are, in first edition, are evil. Born evil. They're born evil. Hmm. You're born that way. Born that way. Okay. Um, druids, yeah, druids if you're feeling like you want to be an animal, right? right. And it may, there may be cost difference, too, because the druids is a higher level spell, it's a 7th. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff, but there's also a lot of really cool stuff, right? Yeah. Well, again, that's, in the rogues gallery, someone came back as a centaur. Yeah, see, now that'd be really cool. I would clearly do this. I would do, I mean, that doesn't surprise you, does it? That I would do the druid and you right. do the magic user? Right. I would do the druid. I could come back as a raccoon. Right? Yeah, but you're not you you're not a talking raccoon, so that's a problem. Okay, you ready to see okay, you ready to see what I come back as? I know I'm not a talking raccoon. Well you have to get that. Five. Ooh, black bear. Oh, that's good. I go adventuring as a black bear. Right, well it says on page sixty four, the person reacquiring will record the majority of his or her former life and form, but the but the class have any and the new incarnation might be different indeed. Abilities of speech are likely often changed. Well, no kidding. If you're a black bear, you're not going to speak. Well, and I don't get stats. Right. Not like regular stats. Right. You just remember what you have. Do I get to play my character? Sort of. So I get to be a black bear. Do I get to be a black bear in your adventure? No. Well, Why? you are. You're just a black bear. You're I can't a... adventure with your party? You're not. If you were a 12th level ranger, now you're a black bear. I don't remember the. Were you getting experience? You can be, but you're not getting experience points because you. There's no fifth level. Black bear. There's no fifth level black bears. There's no <laughs> black bear. Okay. 
At least without some wishing, which again goes back to that's why wishes is good too. Now I think I can live forever, almost, <laughs> almost, till the dice give me out. Why can't I just end this? Like potions of longevity, yeah, or phylactery of longevity, whatever. Yes, they're not that. They're not that expensive. They're not, but they have a cumulative effect. I know, but it's one percent each time. Right. So yeah. I can extend my life quite a long time. Yes, and wishes and other things could do it as well. So I should, do I need to do, if I take a potion of longevity, mm -hmm. I need to do a system shock check though, don't I? No. Oh, why not? Which one's, which one's the one? Isn't there something when age goes up? What am I thinking of? That's what if you get, well, that's the ghost one, if you get scared by it. No, ghost. I thought it was any aging something. I know, we went back and forth on this. We talked oh. about this. And, and if you want to be a jerk DM, anytime you get magically attacked, or yeah. magical aging, We'll first to talk about magical attack for this. I'm, there's an open there's a parenthesis. Yeah, I know. But people don't play it that way because then haste, everyone would have to do a system shock every time there was a haste and people hated that. I'm not disagreeing with you. We did talk about it. Oh, yeah, this is very interesting. So, maging, so we're on page 13 of the DMG, unnatural aging. Certain creatures. Oh, I, I was, yes, go ahead. Certain creatures will cause unnatural aging, and in addition, various magical factors can do so. Yes. The following magical causes. Uh, loss of lifespan, aging the practitioner is indicated. So, oh, wait, oh, that's right. It's also in the, is it also in the, oh, it's also in the system shock. Right, under page 12 of the player's handbook, it says system shocks around, states the percentage chance the character has of surviving the following forms of magical attacks or simple application of the magic, aging, petrification, polymorph, so the, where it gets funky is, like we talked about, magical attacks or simple application of magic, aging. So haste ages you by, because of magic. Oh. Do you give a system shock roll? Oh, right. Longevity obviously is going the other direction. Right. So longev potion longevity is not a problem other than I could lose it all, that 1% business. That's, that's right. But okay. But so in other words, it's not, I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to do any sort of. Since you're not aging, you're, if, if we're defined aging as getting older. Yes, without question. Then no, that's the case. That's the opposite of aging. Yes, you're getting younger. Okay. So, all right. So, that's good news. So, why can't I just take tons of... I'm going to take... They're not that expensive. What's the... What's the, the it's like five, 500 gold pieces or something. Well, yeah. It's not expensive to you, Mr. Moneybags, but... Well, are they... They got to be readily available, though. Absolutely. thousand gold pieces each time. Let's sell. That's the sell. Value. I understand. But the sell, someone's buying it for the sale value. I mean, that's generally... I understand what you're saying, but even if you have a markup, that's not that expensive. And how many that's years? That's how capitalism take works. You buy at the sale price exactly. and you sell at the high price, so it's probably fifty percent markup at least. So it'd be fifteen hundred. But yeah, fifteen hundred. Okay. That's not that bad. Because how many years? Ten, if I remember correctly. Jeez, that's really good. Yeah. So why I sh I'm guzzling? So am I ever dying? I mean, yes, at a certain point, because I'm going to lose it all, the one percent. But my gosh, I and it all happens right away. You go from this to five hundred years old, and you're dead. Correct. Correct. But still, so I should, if I can make the money, I'm just guzzling sure. these things. Right. Assuming, curious what the potion is made out of. If it's made out of the blood of uh, sacrificed babies, then maybe the lawful good character may be a little, you know, it's like stem cell research. Yeah, but sure, it does. Well, we don't know. Yeah. Well, that's what I would do. One to 12 years. Oh, it's one to 12. That's right. Jeez, one to 12 years. Yeah. So, so that's the first thing, too, is we recommend that you should be getting potions 
So the sage is probably, look, clearly the sage is selling potions of longevity. Because when you go in there, it's this whole business. I mean, this is, he's got people coming in there who are old and thinking about death. And so you're walking out with a, you may not, you're walking out with the, the, the phylactery, the, the will, the, the reincarnation form, the potion of longevity, which you're taking. Right. And what you're doing is you're taking it right there. Oh, you, when you come in, you take it with a cleric. You've got, you're going to be raised. No, but then you're dead. You can't come back because your maximum age is now too much. Oh, you're right. That won't work because you, you died from old age. That's right. You died from old age. If, if you would have died. If you would have died. You, like, you get old really quickly. It's the, it's the uh, Indiana Jones part where the guy drinks the wrong thing. You've got to be resurrected within a day. I mean, reincarnated within a day. Yeah. So you it says. Gotta, Is that what it says? I believe so. It's really quick. So this is a problem. Well, that's why you do it. You do it. There, I'm, assuming, I'm sure there's facilities where people do this. Really they, fast. They take, well, they, they drink their potions in a facility. Bob's Longevity Center. Right. Clearly you have to do that. But even if you don't do that, you just die. You need to make sure that right. someone quickly. That's well, why you're, you're getting old. close. If, well, that's what, hopefully you've auguried that. and You've gotten, the, you have an understanding of generally when you think you're going to die. You need to make sure the magic is not gone. Right. <laughs> He's on vacation. Or you kill yourself and then... You yeah, so you need to make sure that there's... You need to be in a place where there's multiple... There's a magic user nearby. Always take your potion under supervision. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot. Or you kill yourself when you're ready. When you're, when you're 180 or whatever, 115 years old, you're ready about to die. Just like, plan your death. Why would you wait spontaneously? Oh, yeah, you're right. Like Dr. Kevorkian. Right. That'll be part of the, there's a whole series of treatments. When you get to that stage, you book the time. You oh, so you want to risk it. Why would you risk it? You plan it. Who cares if you die six months or now? You want to make sure you. Oh, you're right, because I'm probably in pain. Right. It's just, I'm not feeling well. Exactly. Life isn't worth it anymore. So I just go in there. Oh, so that guy, that sage also has that. It's like a whole little thing there. Exactly. They're all next door. That's in right. In strip mall. Under oh. Druid, it doesn't say anything about a thing. Maybe it's in the DMG but, about it, but go ahead. But will, who will take... Can I find a cleric that I'll... Do you think there'll be like end-of-life clerics? That, sure, hospice clerics. I would say so. Why not? Well, because they they're taking a life. You can go to the Assassin's Guild and get a poison. Yeah, but I'd have to do it. That's no, true. the facility has it. Yeah, okay. Well, it doesn't have to be. What, we assume that this ex, uh, life extension clinic is not run by a cleric. It could be run by, uh, that's true. by a magic user. Yeah, that's true. They don't have any qualms of. Here, here's some po neutral. poison. Yeah. I, think I care about the money. I care about the balance right. of my bank account. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, before you drink this potion, um, uh, we haven't gotten your payment yet. Right, exactly. Yeah. We... <laughs> this is a little awkward, but. You your final yourself? payment hasn't cleared. Yeah, could you? Yeah, I'm sorry. We can't kill you today. Yeah, now, now under Druid, yeah. it says there is no date. But under Magic, it says uh, the corpse's touch, a new incarnation, can't be dead or longer than one day per level of experience of Magic. But under Druid, it has no restriction on that, which Whoa. is very interesting. Uh, oh, so the backup should be Druid. Right. If it's too late. Oh, and it's a day per level, which is nice. Okay. The back of, all right. It just says a corpse when the corpse is touched. So as long as there's a corpse, you can reincarnate it. 
but this is very interesting because this is this is a problem though because if you're on the plane you're messing with the deity on that plane right yeah you can't wait too long because then you're extract you're pulling the spirit back because they talk about that business yes. Jim Moore does people, people don't like that um I would like to become um I would like to become immortal is that an option well it, I'd like to become a deity is that something you're asking the the uh, mm -hmm. extension clan yes so you're really wealthy well, I don't know. I don't there's, know how there's much the VIP. Oh, wait, your, wait. oh, yeah, that's right. There's how much v do I need? There's the VIP section. Well, we don't know. We have to figure that out. So how do, where will we figure that well, out? Well, I assume the ideas and demigods talk right. about ascension, right? That's right. Because that would be nice, too. So I'd like to know if that's an option. Well, apparently it is an option, and but that's for, like, the platinum members. You're not even, we're not, those are, that's information you wouldn't have until, uh, oh. and I still need to return this to room five, if found. Where is that? But you had a number up. there for Blaine. No, we've talked about this. Have we called it? No, we're not. You told, I'm not calling him. Can we send a, a letter? I still don't know what's, where this is. I assume it's California, but I don't know. Okay. What we, this is what we're going to do. Um, this is what we're going to do next episode. You know, take, take a photo of that. Mm -hmm. And again, can you print the photo out? I don't know why, right? Can you print you print, why would I print it out? Because we're going to put it in an envelope. Do you have stamps? I, I can get some. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna put Blaine, we're going to write his name mm -hmm. and that address. And we're going to say yes. We're going to write a letter mm -hmm. and say we're looking for, we found room this five. book. Could you please let us know. Which room five it is. What school it is. Right. Where's room five? I assume okay. somewhere in Northridge. So you have to remember to put that on the, uh, on the uh, agenda. Okay, I'm going to add that. For next week. Okay. <laughs> next time we meet, absolutely. Blaine McGuire. Okay, okay. got it. So, we're on page 11 of the Deities and Demons. Okay, I'd like to point out one thing mm -hmm. on page 10, because there's some very interesting things in here. We know, okay. of course, there's business. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're on page 10. I Correct. Because, yeah, mortality and immortality. This is very important stuff here from, from, from Jim Ward. Well, of course, we all know about the spirits versus the souls, which is an important decision to make. You might want to be, when you pick your player, if you're really playing the long game, mm -hmm. you might want to be a half-orc. Right. Or now there's downsides to it, or an elf, yeah, or right because you might want to have a spirit because then you will you you have a chance you will get reincarnated at some point I think it just may be like forever, so you may want to think about that right? Yes. But here's another thing too, is that it's mentioned here on page eleven mm -hmm. on the the first column on the left, second first full paragraph the one that starts is there is a time. Yes. The last sentence there says, the road through the astral plane to their destination is clearly marked for the deed, but yes. it is not free of peril. Right. Some monsters roam the ethereal and astral planes at will, which is why burial chambers often include weapons, treasure, and even bodyguards to protect the soul on its journey. Now, what I find is interesting about this is, number one, so I can use wep these weapons will come with, they disappear and come with me. Apparently. And I, Treasure, is that to bribe? Apparently. Okay. And the bodyguards, are they, are they forced to come with me? Right. Well, I think they're looking at the Egyptian ones where their servants were killed, buried with the, with the kings and pharaohs. Oh, okay. So, or, they, or they made statues of the bodyguards. You know, they're like those statues of that, acted as bodyguards. Okay. So is there a form? Do I need to talk about that? Do I need to have, make sure that weapons are buried with me? treasure, and maybe even some dead bodyguards? Well, I would say yes, if your faith tradition allows for that. 
Okay, so I need to have that conversation. Yeah, that's now you're bringing in, you may not have that faith tradition. If you're a neutral Druid person, you don't, they don't do that. It is what it is. You don't, may not even assume that. Because in your world, that's the way it should be. That a night hag should have consumed you on the way to the astral plane. There are too many neutral people. But so it's at least something to think about. Right. Because you might want to say there that you carry these weapons right. and money. Well, I assume there's a, like a starter afterlife pack that you would buy. If the worst comes to worse, I want the starter internment pack. Right. So that means I'm taking some of my weapons. So I might want to take like my best. It's, um, I feel bad for my descendants. But the Vorpal weapon might be coming with me. <laughs> That's right, because it cuts uh, the astral cord. That would be a good weapon to bring. Oh, wait, the astral cord. Wait, where do I go? That's, if you look... Wait, do I have a cord if I'm going to the other plane? Yes, wait, if you go to the astral cord. Oh. No. That's that silver thing, right? No. Yes. Well, I need to make sure I get to my plane. This is an important conversation. It is, but no, this was, we did that discussion. Mm -hmm. That was part of death. And this, we're only, I specifically said we're only talking okay. about the implications in the secular world, not of okay. the soul in that. But okay. But I just want to point out that you should have these things. Right. You mentioned all that is your character the, sheet, That right. is germane to this conversation. Okay. But now I would like to have eternal youth. I don't want to die. Right. So I've been told that I can be immortal. And Jim tells me this. And this, uh, there's some great news for me, for divine ascension. Ready for this? Great news. A candidate for ascension should be something like ninth or 10th level. Yeah. Right. Easy peasy. I thought it had to be like 100th level. Forget that. So. Well, if the average, char if the average character, both players, fifth level, then yeah, ascension should be ninth or 10th. If the average is 15th, then it's be 25th or 30th. Depends on relative to that. Yeah. Okay, but I got a shot. But second, my ability scores must have been raised through some mighty world-shaking magic to be on par with the lesser demigods. So that's going to be like 1920 that we're talking about? I assume yeah. lesser yeah. demigods are like yeah. 19? 19 or 20. Yep, that's reasonable based okay. on what was in the book. So should I be, and I have to have a group of sincere worshipers. Yes. I have to have a sufficient number of divine quests. And I do all this. I just become probably a functionary or messenger. Right. But the point of all this is, should I be, so I'm, if you're planning on divine ascension, you need to be thinking about this very early on. So you definitely need the phylactery. Yes. Right? And so I should start having a bunch of worshipers. So if I'm a cleric, that's probably easier to have worshipers, don't you think? I don't know. Yeah, eventually they, get, they confuse the deity with you. Yes. You fake it till you make it. Well, they just... You are the tangible representation. It's like, I'll use Jim Jones as an example, or David Koresh, these cult leaders. Mm -hmm. They profess to be God's mouthpiece, but they, the people worship them because they were the cult leaders. They were the mouthpiece to the deity. So you really need to be thinking through this. Which is and why you need high charisma. Oh, excellent. So when you roll up that, oh, there it is. Right, if you're, if you're, if you don't care about being immortal, don't make, yeah, make charisma your don't own waste it. Yeah, yeah, Just right. make it, but if you care about these things, you want charisma to be really high, because you need followers. Oh, you're right. So I'm going to be like a cleric. Or you make yourself hideous, and then you could do horrified. Things. Well, and the cleric, the cleric, well, that's right, <laughs> or the exact opposite. But yeah, again, you, if you're committed to any of this, you got to be either super good or super bad. You can't be Oh, middle. you're right. So number one, pick an alignment. Right. Don't be like neutral. Yeah, neutral. Okay. Good. So I'm going to... It's hard. Much harder. That's like the hard mode if you're going to do that. So let's say I'm a half-orc. Right. 
so I should be a cleric. Because, you know, the cleric thing about the clerics is when you do spells, it looks like you're doing miracles. Right. Create water and all this stuff, right? And turn water to wine and all this business. So what you recommend, well, half works so limited. Yeah. So I should be a human cleric. Yeah? Right. Human cleric? Yes. And I should be, I guess I'll go with whatever, fine, lawful good or lawful it's probably evil. the easiest. I would say chaotic good is also probably good. Any of them are good. Sure, just make sure that you I... You just have to be really good at it. Get the phylactery. Actually, evil may be better. It's hard to say because, again, if you're lawful good and you really are truly devoted to your deity, you wouldn't care about immortality. Mm -hmm. It would come as a benefit to you, but you wouldn't be thinking of that. It's a conundrum. Right? Do you see what I'm saying? I do. It's a conundrum. It's Whereas a if you're truly evil, you'd be like, oh, yeah, this is not only my super loyal to this guy, but I'm doing it selfishly, which is fine. That's why only a handful get survived, because obviously yeah. the evil guys don't want too many more evil people showing up there. But if you're truly clever and figure out a way to do it, then they'd probably be like, oh, that was good. Good job. You are truly evil. Welcome to the club. I see. Lawful. Oh, I gotcha. They like it. Yeah, you're a player. Yeah, that's right. Okay, excellent. So your advice has been, so I should be human, because I need to rise, and I should be a human. I'll yes. be like the, evil, the EHP, the evil high priest. Right, exactly. So I'll be the human, let's say lawful evil. Because mm -hmm. I like to have people do what I say. Yeah. Like lawful crown. And if you like a path, you know, if you do certain things, you, yeah. Evil, chaotic evil tend to burn out, you know. It's hard to do that. That's true. That's true. It's hard to be that dedicated. Right. Oh, yeah. Wait a second. Didn't we learn how I can, like, get it? Didn't one of, one of these episodes I got, like, a whole gaggle of orcs? Yeah. How do I do that again? I was like a magic. Oh, I scared him to death. Right. With, like, a fire. What was that? You like, fireballed him, and then they surrendered and became your followers. <laughs> Oh, the fireball's nice. Oh, yeah. so I'll be human magic. Oh, it can't be. Oh, half-elf? Magic user cleric? What? What can be a magic user cleric? Well, you can be a dual class. Oh, yeah. That's how liches become. They either are high-level magic user or magic user cleric. Oh, you're right. That gives me a chance of being... Oh, yeah, so I have a chance of being a lich, too. Yeah. Lich so, is okay. always... Lich is the default if you don't want to go the immortal route. So, dual class... Mm -hmm. I gotta have good stats. Oh yeah, you gotta have amazing stats. Like getting into Stanford. It's probably best to be the magic user first, so that you can get all the power you need, and then you become the cleric. Oh, and can I get the stats through magical ways of to course. shift over? Yeah. So I'm totally, and I because I gotta get really high. That's really the hardest is getting those numbers. Right. Oh, so I'm like totally searching for wishes. Right. Oh, so I'm like the guy who's like. Everyone else is wishing for all this stuff, and I'm wishing for like a 19 wisdom. And well, you can, like, you can only go up to 16, and then it's 0.10 for each wish above it. Oh, oh that's right. Mm -hmm. They're like, really? 16.1? Yeah. You're never going to make... You're, you're, well, you are. It's just going to take a long you're time. You're going for divine ascension, aren't you, dude? Yeah. Yes, I am. Or lich them. Or lich them. Because I want, I want dual class. Right. Okay. And then I got to get a bunch of Because the other thing is, it's hard... Get the 18th level and magic user, which is what you need, probably minimum, so you can cast 9th level spells. That XP is huge, whereas cleric, you go up faster in level. Do you think, like, let's say I wanted to be Divine Ascension. Do you think I can convince the other player characters to support me in this? Would there no. be anything in this for them now? Well, unless, unless you're going to make them, like, minor, you know, messengers. Yeah. yeah. But then they're like, who are you? Our, most characters I know, they wouldn't do that, so. All right. But. Uh, I have a lot to think about. That is.
So my so we definitely want to create an adventure where session zero is basically just going through these options. All these discussions. You need to have them right at the right. outset. Everyone talks about session zero about expectations and about you know how the game's gonna run. No. You need to come up with all these formal documents. You roll up your character, you figure out all these documents, how probate works in your mm -hmm. thing. You know, where is the longevity extension center? What is their prepaid plan? All of that should be handled. And if they come back for your game after that, you know they're 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 dedicated. Right. They so, they so want to play. It's a mature game. <laughs> it's, it definitely is. <laughs> All right. With that, let's roll a d10 and let's uh, we figure it out. Longevity. Oh, oh ah. between eight and a ten and five. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was I, the cosmic balance is 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 the cosmic ba the the cosmic balance episode. That's right. The the keep everything uh, in balance. So I die. Somebody else. So when I die, somebody else. Somebody goes uh, down, my alignment, I'm replaced. Right. Next next person up. I agree. So for Grog Talk, I'm James. And I'm Dan. And we'll see you next time on Grog Talk. Take care. This is big, a pushy, a big production. All rights reserved.